the I Should Have Known podcast. We're a trivia podcast, but with a twist. Sure, we've got lots of fun facts and interesting nuggets about a topic, but we've made a game out of it. One of our hosts, Soup's Andy or Tanner, has become a 20-minute expert on a topic, and they will present us with four big facts about it. But one of those facts is total BS. So listen as our other hosts try to sniff out the lie and guess along with them. Will you figure it out, or will you be shaking your head saying, I should have known? Hello and welcome to another episode of the I Should Have Known podcast. This is me, Soups, here with Andy and Tanner. And today, Tanner is going to talk about beer. Yeah, beer. There's a crazy history of beer. It goes back thousands of years. Did the Egyptians make it? Yeah, the Egyptians made it and drank it. And in Mesopotamia, they found evidence of it on the insides of jars. And they found a recipe for it. They think that it was made between like 3000 and 10,000 BC. Okay. Like as soon as we domesticated grains, we're like, let's put this in water. And exactly. Beer. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, before we move into the facts, do you have a favorite type of beer? Yeah, I like the Czech beers. I like Pilsner. Pilsner or Cal. Okay. My beer tastes are in the, the negative. I know I don't like any fruity beers. Okay. If you want a fruity beer, drink wine. Like, I just think it's so gross. But really, beer is like my favorite drink in general. Picking a favorite type, no. As long as it doesn't have fruit or Polish hops, I'm pretty happy. <laughs> okay, cool. What about you, Soups? My favorite probably is wheat beer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So to have beer, you need a grain source that has starch in it. Usually this is barley. It can also be wheat. You can even use corn. You can use all kinds of different things. Rice. Rice, yeah. Yep. And then you need water. Then you need some sort of yeast. And this can be added or it can actually, if you have grain soaking in water, sometimes this spontaneously ferments with yeast that's in the air. Oh, okay. So you have this starch source, which is very high in sugars. That's what the yeast eats to make CO2 and alcohol. And then to balance this out, you can add a bitter source like hops. So those are the ingredients for beer. Grains, hops, yeast, and water. Okay. All right. We talked about the ingredients, and that's what fact number one is about. Fact number one, the German beer purity law requiring beer to only include four ingredients is still in effect. Okay. Okay. In Germany, it's still a law on the books in force. It was enacted in 1516. Oh, wow. So the law basically states beer can be made from nothing but barley, hops, and water. That's how they wrote it in 1516. And then they found out you needed to add yeast, so they added that in later. And so nowadays, by law, German beer has to and can only include those ingredients. Okay. So any flavored beer is not... That must not be German. Right. Like, it's not beer, it's ale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's pretty suspicious that they would still be using this. Old laws are usually not really still in the books. So I don't know. I, I'm very suspicious of this. Okay. But I think the Germans are very strict about their beer. So in that case, that law would make sense that they take it as their pride 
Oh, yeah. I mean, the law is real, 100% real. People talk about this all the time, the German purity law. I just don't know if I believe that it's actually like a codified law. Right. Like where you would get a fine if you made beer some other way. I don't know if I believe that. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I know that this is like in brewing, they call it this. In Wisconsin, where I'm from, many breweries still use this law as their method for making beer. Yeah. Because nowadays there's so many fillers and things that you can add instead that makes it cheaper. Mm-hmm. So it's actually kind of a point of pride to make it with only four ingredients. Yeah. We're talking about brewing specifically. So let's move on to fact number two. Fact number two. Barack Obama was the first U.S. president to brew beer in the White House. Mm. What? I feel like I've read this somewhere. Yeah. Huh. I'm surprised that he would be the first. Mm-hmm. I would think the first would have been someone like George Washington had a mini brewery. I guess he didn't live in the White House, so that wouldn't really work. But you're exactly right. Washington and Jefferson distilled their own drinks. Washington made spirits and Jefferson made wine, but they didn't do it at the White House. Okay. Okay. Do we know if Obama sort of shared the beer with all the employees or was it for his personal consumption? I think it was for personal consumption, but they used it at parties, like a Super Bowl party that the White House threw. (laughs) Cool. Okay, okay. All right. Fact number three. Oktoberfest was created by a brewery to sell more beer. Oh, okay. that's super believable. It's a marketing gimmick. It's a PR campaign. Yeah. I've never been to the Oktoberfest, but I know you guys have been. So oh, yeah. tell me what it's like. What I found most surprising was honestly, like, it's like a carnival. There are rides and games and things like like a carnival. Okay. And then they have all these beer tents, which sound much smaller. They're actually huge, like, halls. They have all these tables in there, and you can have an entire meal with all the beer you can drink, and it's a blast. And it's days and days. Right. So it's like every brewery, they have their own tent. Mm Mm-hmm. It's a cultural festival, so some people are pretty gross and like to get way too trashed. But like, you can also go and find like grannies eating and drinking and dancing polka, and like <laughs> there are children around. Because it's more of a cultural holiday thing. It's not yeah. so much like an excuse to get wasted. It's more like let's okay. celebrate beer. Let's celebrate German people. Yeah. Okay. And about this fact, coming back. So, do we know which beer company started it and why did they do it? Yeah. So this was in the early 1800s. Augustiner, which is Munich's oldest brewery, decided to throw a 16-day festival just after the Holy Roman Empire fell to sort of encourage more drinking in Munich, sell more beer, but supposedly to foster German unity. Okay. The German people trying to pull them together after the Holy Roman Empire fell. But it was a marketing gimmick by this brewery, which still has a tent there. Right. Okay. So, fact number four, the most sold beer in the world is snow beer from China. By volume? Yeah, by volume. Okay. Well, given the Chinese population, it only makes sense. Yeah, right. So, snow beer, or literally snowflake beer, is the brand of beer from Shenyang, China. They sell so much partly because it's about 50 cents for a third of a liter you know, less than a dollar for a normal beer. And what type of beer is it? 
It's a pale ale. Pale ale. So it's like, it's just a watery, normal beer. East Asian beers, so many of them are just, they're just so watery that like, yeah, you can drink a ton of it. In Korea, you can buy a two liter bottle of beer from the store. Because it's that week. It's that week that like, they don't mind selling it to people in that volume. Yeah. Wow. That's ridiculous. If you drink two liters at Oktoberfest, you're pretty done for the day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I thought this was insane. I never heard of this beer. No. Yeah. And is it available outside China? Not really. Mm. That's pretty wild. It's one country drinks this beer. Yeah. Yeah. Snowflake beer. Wow. It's one of those things with China. It's like it's hard to tell if it's a lie or not because like so many people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, like, it's believable either way. Right. Yeah. Snowflake. What's the number? It's probably a ridiculous number. I can't contextualize, but tell us anyway. In 2017, Snow Beer sold 101 million hectoliters of beer. Okay. What was the next highest? Uh, half of that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. They sold a lot of beer. Yeah. 10 billion liters. An insane number. Yeah. Insane number. But that's only like, you know, 20 beers per person in China per year. So that's actually not that many. Yeah. Population's so high. Yeah. If you go per capita, do you know what country drinks the most? Beer? Uh, like Czechia. Exactly. Yeah. They've led it for over 25 years. They've been the most per capita. Wow. And their beer is really good. So it's the opposite of the China thing. China, it's like volume. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty cool, but wow, snowflake. But one of those facts is not true. So can you run them back for us, please? Okay, fact number one. The German beer purity law requiring beer to only include four ingredients is still in effect. Fact number two. Barack Obama was the first U.S. president to brew beer in the White House. Fact number three, Oktoberfest was created by a brewery to sell more beer. And fact number four, the most sold beer in the world is snow beer from China. Okay. One of them is a lie. Hmm. I have a feeling it's between one and three. The German facts? Yeah, the German facts. Because, okay, in China, if you say it by volume, I mean, logically, it makes sense unless Budweiser has some crazy marketing and reach that we don't know about. Barack Obama, I feel like I've read it somewhere. So if my memory serves right, so I think that is true. Yeah, I'm wondering, though, if it's like the whole first thing, like right, maybe one of the Bushes, they did it or something. Right. Or like Martin Van Buren, the Dutch guy, he made beer. Yeah, he definitely did it. Question is whether he, he was the first or not. Yeah, I'm very suspicious of number one. Yeah. Maybe it's still like a law in Bavaria or something. Or I don't think it's a law law. Like, what are they going to do? They're going to fine a brewery. That doesn't seem real. Yeah, but I think I think it's more related to if you're not following the German purity law you can't call it like a german beer oh yeah but that's not the words he said so that's a little sketchy yeah he didn't say you can't call it beer right though that, that's a thing in the u.s like if it, a beverage has like more than like five percent alcohol it can't be called beer mm -hmm. yeah i definitely think that that could be 
but just to maximize our chances, I'm going to go with fact number three. Okay. So you think like some other reason they started Oktoberfest? Yeah, it's definitely celebration, but I'm not sure if it was one company who took this initiative. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they do have the mayor of Munich do this stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he taps the first keg on the first day. Right. Okay, well, I'll go with number one, and I'm going to be mad when it's going to be some technicality. Okay. Okay. You pick fact number one and fact number three. Yep. The lie is fact number three. (laughs) Yes. So it is true that the German beer law is still a thing. It's supposedly the oldest food law still in effect in the world. What's the punishment? What happens to you? I don't know. I don't know if they actually fine you or... Yeah. <laughs> apparently breweries just abide by the rule right okay yeah so it's not a problem because no one's made it a problem yeah that's always a really good way to build your law system it's <laughs> <laughs> honor system yeah yeah okay yeah oktoberfest was not a marketing gimmick this is one of those feel-good things it really happened organically for a really cool reason so here's the real story the crown prince of bavaria was going to marry Princess Teresa in 1810. So they planned the wedding, and 40,000 citizens from around Munich came and joined them on the fields in Munich, which now are named Theresienwiese, which is Teresa's meadow in honor of the princess. And they threw a party, and it culminated with a horse race on October 17th, and they repeated it year after year, and it came to be known as Oktoberfest. So it was in celebration of this wedding of the royal couple. Wow. Okay. Considering I've been twice, I guess I should have known. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the I Should Have Known podcast. Check us out on social media to get extra fun facts and to let us know what you want to hear in future episodes. And don't forget to follow or subscribe. You can even let your friends know about your new favorite trivia podcast. Why does anyone do anything? Okay, it's either sex or money. So, and I guess with beer, it's probably both. <laughs>